Clear Shots is brought to you by Pinecast. Use the code R-63F8FB to get 40% off your first four months. Don't give them clear shots! 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 Alright, swords. Swords. So, I've been working at the Ren Fair over the weekends, and there's only two more weekends left. But um, a couple years ago, I saw, or I actually bought an angel sword from these guys. How much are swords on average? Uh, Our shop, the swords start at $3,000. Damn. And our knives start at $300. But they have a lifetime warranty if you against breakage. And if you find a way to break them, we'll replace it with something of equal value or a little bit greater. Do people use them? Like what do they use them for? I mean most of the time like most people yeah, most people like I know that have weapons, they just hang them on their wall, like uh, their decorations. I have uh, kitchen knives and stuff like that that I use almost every day at work and stuff, and Mm. it has the same edge. So right, I I mean, the only thing I've used and there's pocket knives is like a hunt, yeah, like a hunting knife or something. My the katana, the reason why I have that, I'm a martial arts. Sometimes you have to have a katana. I'm a a, (laughs) I'm a martial arts enthusiast, and also like like we were saying before, like I don't know. I'm kind of a bit of a prepper, so I have like a bug out bag all ready to go, and right next to that is my katana and stuff like that. That'd be one of the first things I grab. Like people are going to run out of bullets eventually, and <laughs> yeah, I'm honestly really good with a sword. And if I have that sword, um, these swords have world records as well. They are the hardest swords in the world and they have the uh, record for cutting through the most tatami mats so it's just good craftsmanship is what you're saying yeah the nasa has taken the way that they make their steel and uh put it up into space Hmm. um that's crazy these swords are harder than abrams tank armor the bright knight brand and above and they're harder than tank armor and they uh my sword can stab through a car door and still not have any damage done to the tip or anything like that. Huh. Um, these swords have been on Mythbusters four times. They uh, sent in 46 other swords from around the world to have a test of blade on blade against our swords, and our swords destroyed, or our sword destroyed every single one of theirs. And then after that, they uh, had a machine gun barrel, and they had it cut through a machine gun barrel or chopped through a machine gun barrel, like with uh, like a metal arm or like a robot arm. Like humans can't put that much force into it, hard, yeah. but the blade still was That's crazy. And then they were shooting it with a gun, and it still didn't break. Other the other blades, they would shatter at the tip or something like that. Like the energy going through it mm-hmm. go up to the tip, and uh, ours kept taken multiple multiple bullets and then um other swords can do this too but our swords can like if you align it it'll cut bullets in half like yeah yeah i've seen that that's crazy and um (laughs) good luck being that accurate yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> but uh I got a and the cool thing is say I I got a kitchen knife that I paid $1,200 for. Um if say in a few years I want to trade that in and I can trade that in and have it be the same amount that I paid for it. Yeah. And then uh go towards like oh I want to get that $3,000 sword or whatever so then I don't don't have to pay the full amount and you can always be trading up and also stuff appreciates in value too especially uh depending on what line it is and how the economy's doing and stuff huh so That's you good. can always That's be good trading for up. just an investment yeah exactly so you can always go in trade and um they also uh will sharpen your blade for you for free if you need it um they'll just all well for free they'll ask for a beer and that's it mm. so and good, a good conversation. Deal. And these these knives are so sharp. Literally, I was taking a piece of paper, and I was shaving them, and it was going not going all the way through, like yeah, this wow. way, like that, and it was just peeling the, the paper. That's pretty intense. The magic, the magic card. Yeah, <laughs> he has a magic card uh, that he shows off, and, and like every time, he it's the same card, and he just goes like layer by layer, and it's been like twenty layers <laughs> somehow. <laughs> With this fucking sword. No, it's it's not. So what tough. happens when somebody brings in a sword with blood on it and they're like, you know, like I got this under warranty, so I need to <laughs> It was a lifetime and I added a life to it. So. <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. Yo, there's this fucking chick. So, um, chicken boyfriend. I'm, show, I'm showing the knives. Hey, want to check out these knives? Show how sharp they are. I cut these cards with them and be like, yo, these are the hardest and some of the sharpest blades in the world. They have the world record cuts and stuff like that. Um, and the boyfriend, he's like actually like asking good questions and stuff like that and like being knife conscious. I mean, holding the man the knife. knows his. The man knows his knife. Yeah. The girlfriend's just like, do you and have lightsabers? Pretty much, yeah. Like she, she was just like, oh, blah blah blah. Like just kind of eye rolling anything he was saying, and like he was like, yo, these things are fucking like the real deal. And like, and he hands it to her, and I'm like, yep, just uh, or no, no, he handed it back to me. She's like, oh, can I hold it? And I was like, here, just don't touch the blade because oil's in your hand, and also like somebody could back in you and like you get cut or whatever. Mm, yeah. And just keep the blade above the counter. And she's checking it out, and she starts touching the blade immediately. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop! You're getting oils. No, I'm not going to cut myself. And then like, I'm like, yeah, but oils and stuff like that, and it'll like eventually make it rust and stuff like that. And then she puts the knife to her wrist, and is like going back and forth slightly. And I'm like, stop, 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 stop. And she's like, what? I'm not going to cut myself. And I was like, yes, you are. Give me that. <laughs> like, and Did then, she bleed out in front of you? I really no, hope she did. No. She probably but, did eventually. And I was like, yo, somebody, like, there's a bunch of people all around. Somebody could just t- bump in your shoulder and then, like, oh, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, not good with the My heart and then you was can't fucking sell that in knife. my throat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My heart was in my throat. I was yeah, so How is she going to buy it if she bleeds out? <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not good with sharp things, dude. I've had too many <laughs> bad things happen. I'm too good with sharp things. <sighs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, well, how scary. often do people get cut in half with swords these days? Not often enough. That's you know what, what I Cass mean? is trying to Yo, fix. The world record is uh, with one of our swords is 28 to Tommy Matt's. Oh, I thought of, you were going to say people. One one <laughs> of those one of those tatami mats represents cutting through somebody 
from their neck to their armpit. So what is it, like uh, ballistics? Two of those represent cutting through somebody from shoulder to shoulder. So it's 28. So 28. uh, (laughs) It's like a child encampment in Iran. That's 14 people hugging. Where do you want to optimally hit them? 14 people You want to get them right at the waist? You want to do like a 45 degree angle. And, uh, oh, so that the top slides off. <laughs> yeah, like in thirteen. Well, goes. <laughs> also like when you're using when you're using the blade, you also want to run the blade as much as you can while you're right. cutting. It's not just a chop hit. It's like you're running, pulling through. Yeah. Okay. There's right. different types of cuts too, where I could put the blade into you like the tip, and then run forward towards you to get that rest. So then I, I yeah, always felt like, like tying a knot. There's like tons yeah. of different knots. There's tons. Of I always felt knots. like if I was gonna fight with a sword, I'd just go this like a stabbing motion. Yeah, because that's hard to defend. Yep. Versus a swing where you yep. can block a swing. Yep. I feel like with that, the only way to block it is to hit it away from you. Well, that's why you gotta always be wearing your forearm pads. That's why you gotta get good at fencing and shin pads. Yeah. Fencing's fucking so cool, dude. Fencing's crazy jousting and shit but we like being where we are and where our families are financially living in Oswego, new york we will never be not interested yeah there's no professionally that's another didn't we talk about that like my buddy fences and he's like one of the ones where the buttons on the end so you can eat and you actually know when you hit people and stuff like that didn't we just talk about what sports are super expensive to get into and shit we didn't even say fencing we didn't say fencing. Polo was number one. We talked one, about polo. But your fencing's not too bad. You get those couple training swords and those masks, you're good. Right. You just gotta... Yeah. I bet you spend two, three hundred bucks, you can league. get yourself a decent... It's, it's the league it's cost. The fencing league, though. Yeah, you gotta true. go to the country club to fence. A, the AFL. Oh, they have... No, I don't know, but I feel like that's a country club thing. That'd be fun <laughs> as fuck. That's like the elite members you get to fence. Yeah. No, it's like... It's like <laughs> I think polo, it's like the laser polo was number one, swords. wasn't it? Polo, yeah. Yeah, because it's the horseback crochet. I hate seeing all these kids on scooters nowadays. Dude, I saw this guy today, and he was (laughs) riding. Wait, what kind of scooters? Like a moped or like a scooter? Like a scooter, yeah. Like a laser scooter? Yeah. I hate them. Well, I mean, (laughs) they're kind of fun to play around with, but I don't want to fucking sit there and ride a scooter all over. I don't want to see that many people. I don't want to see I used to be able to tail whip. I could tail whip, and then I stopped using scooters. I just. I just want to tell him buy yourself a skateboard. Yeah, and there was a guy riding this. Um, yeah. it was like this weird. It looked like <laughs> it a, looks cooler than it, scootering though. It looked like a weird like s- s- wheel, but it had like a plastic covering over it, and he was just standing on it. Like, oh, his we foot saw was that guy sides. today. He was yeah, he was riding around, and he had music like blaring. From yeah, it was coming out of it. That Vinny, single wheel between his legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've on, seen that. It was on Vinny's Snapchat. I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Especially because he was like a unicycle. Like, I actually talked to somebody that he had was one blaring like dance music and shit. I'm like, <laughs> what is this shit? It's yeah, kind of like one of those. Yeah, um, we ran and we saw the guy at Old City. He was he was just cruising around Water Street. Listening. That's where he was. He yeah. was kind of like over near Old City. But it was like uh, it's kind of like those um, hoverboard things. But it's a single wheel. It's like a unicycle hoverboard, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. Those are kind of hard to ride, actually. Those hoverboards. Yeah, they're disoriented because they base you. They base how they go is the way you're leaning. Yeah, I got. That's why it. I don't like motorcycles. I've done it twice so I feel like far. I could get the hang of it, but it's just when you first get on it, you're like, yeah. holy. Getting shit. Getting off, it's weird too. Getting on it too. I feel like you got to put all ball. your weight on one foot. 
at, to get on. Yeah. Yep. And then you get your other foot on real quick. You have yeah. to jump on immediately. Yeah. That's why I feel like the single one is way cooler. Because yeah. Because that seems to me way more... Uh, and it's like a unicycle. It, well, you have to be more... Unicycle's hard to ride, too. Fuck that Unicycles are super hard to ride. But once you get it down, it's like riding a bike. <laughs> Except for with only one wheel. <laughs> um, <laughs> met a professional unicyclist who was like a trick unicyclist. What you tricks can guy? you do with it, though? Huh? How'd you mean that guy that unicycles? What tricks can you yeah, do? Yeah, like... You know, like how unicycling. they spin. You know <laughs> how, how, like, you know how bikers they spin the pedals underneath <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah, it's well, a, what's a kickflip or a whatever they call it. It's something like that. A well, slide. when when you do it with a unicycle, the whole wheel moves. You know, it's not just the oh, it's okay. not just the chain moving. So you actually got to kick the whole wheel and stuff Even like backwards, that. Backwards, it, it yeah. still moves. Yep. Yep. And they would, and he did this one move where he'd go and he'd grab the front, he'd grab his front wheel, his only wheel, <laughs> and it's push only it. one gear. And he'd push it forward so then he'd make it do like a kickflip or whatever, make the wheel spin without his legs on it, and then he'd catch the pedals again, going down a set. Mm. And then also at the same time, he, you could make it go around you and then catch it like this. They don't have handlebars, right? Yeah, no. but you're just holding on to the seat. So you can do, oh, that's crazy. So, you, so you can, you have to, you can bunny hop. Yep. But you have to pull it up and yep. you, you could like do 360s and, and the shit. thing is when they land, like it's like fixed gear. So you have to keep pedaling. Yeah. Like when you like, right. They you're, stop you're forced to keep pedaling. Yep. You're going to either way, basically, yep. even if you don't want to. So it was mostly, it was almost like he was standing on a pogo, like jumping around, standing like that, and then kind of going forward. Mm -hmm. Then as he'd get to the top of the set, and then he'd stop and then kind of like jump and then throw himself down the set and then Mm -hmm. land and then roll away. It wasn't like anything smooth at all. I mean, that's another level of extreme, though. But it's pretty much like jumping from with your unicycle rather than rolling away. I feel like it's, it's limited, though. Yes. Yes. Got to take a lot of core strength, man. Because it's not like... Yeah. I mean, with a skateboard, there's so much shit you can do with it. But I think with that shit, you really are limited to a certain set of tricks. Yeah. And once you master your tricks, now you're the best in the world. <laughs> yeah. But that the one move that he was doing where he'd pull it, and then he'd make it go around his right leg, and then pull it through his leg like that, go around his leg, that was the coolest thing I saw him do. That's crazy. I want him to spin the seat all the way around the wheel in the air and land back on the seat. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've never even tried to get on one of those. It's really tough. I tried once. Just getting on it, I would imagine, is difficult. You have to like be next to a wall and then... like It's like standing on a ball. Yeah. You know? It's really hard. Yeah, I think a lot of them do, even just going forward consistently is probably difficult. Because a lot of times you see people going back and forth on it just to keep their balance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a rocking motion. My dad's friend in Pennsylvania, um, he's this fucking crazy dude. He's one of those people that is in one of those giant fueling planes and he's like guiding the hose to go into jet planes and stuff like Mm. that well he is a beast he goes and like 
he he did this uh the iron man like 100 mile thing race in one day like where you run over 100 miles in one day <laughs> i seen him that. do it like this dude's insane fuck that it's too many miles that's like that's like ninety nine more miles than I want. Your mic's not even on. <laughs> oh no! I turn it off because I need. I'm drunk. He's got a vape. But uh, what was I just saying? You were talking about Robert Downey Jr. I don't know who that is. Iron Man. You were talking about the guy that runs a hundred miles. Oh yeah, and he puts hoses and stuff. He unicycles, <laughs> and I was when I was on my first trip with Billy, we stopped at his house in Pennsylvania and he was riding a unicycle with us up these like hills slash mountains in Pennsylvania, like keeping up and everything. And I have this bike with gears and everything. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> he was like, I mean, Hills, ass. yeah. Hills hill. still suck. Dude, even you, with I gears. feel like since, since unicycles are all one gear. Yeah. Once your legs and your core get used to that, like you can power through anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like imagine mountain, but even yeah, that's it's crazy. <laughs> Downhill unicycling, even like steep. in your lowest gear on a bike, it's difficult to get up a hill. Still, if you're a pussy, I mean, it still is. I it only really drive is. on first gear. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusively, especially when I'm going, especially when I'm going downhill. <laughs> You know what the car. best part about riding a, car a bike is? Is when you start gear. out in like two or three, and then you start picking up the pace, and then you shift to like ten. Yeah. And you're just fucking zooming. Or if you have a car that's only one gear, and it's only the first gear. So you're just yeah, redlining all the time. Yeah, my mom's like It's just... Yeah, her... Like constantly... My mom's infinity, it has three things on the shift calculator. It's um, It's got D, it's got D, P, and N. Oh, no, D, R, P, and N is actually what it has. <laughs> so reverse? It's got drive, park. reverse, park, and neutral. neutral. That's all that that car has. Yeah. So obviously it's automatic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of them, I mean, you gotta have, you, sometimes you got a D2, you know? Which is like the sequel to drive. Yeah. What was, I think it was Hannibal Burst. Yeah, it was Hannibal Burst. Talk about sometimes windshield. I like to put it in D2 because it sounds, wiper fluid. I like the way it, it sounds. sounds like the sequel to drive. <laughs> yeah. He goes, whenever I rent cars, I always make sure I fill up the gas tank, but I use all the windshield wiper fluid and all the transmission <laughs> fluid. I spent so much time making unnecessary transitions. I go from reverse to park and park to reverse, then reverse to neutral and neutral back to park and neutral <laughs> and park back to drive and drive back to neutral and drive back to reverse and <laughs> reverse to park and park to neutral. And I go to drive and then I go, I go to from drive, I go to D2, which is like drive to, which is the sequel to drive. And then I, after that, I go from D2 back to D, and then I go to reverse and neutral and park, and then I go to D3, 3D. <laughs> Making all sorts of unnecessary transmissions. I watched a special the other night where he talked about apple juice. I can't do it. He's such a good fucking comedian. He's really good. He's so good. His delivery. And it's the, his delivery. It really it's is. His delivery is perfect. He's also very, like... Very weird. Yeah. He's almost like this generation's... In a way, he's he kind of has the Hedberg same kind of thing, like Hedberg a, sort of thing. Like it's super, delivery, in, it's impossible to mimic his style of comedy because it's the way he is. It's very like it's a, the way it's, he talks. It's like a dry kind of thing. It's like, like a dry, nonsensical non sequiturs, yeah, non sequiturs. Sorry, but uh, he has this one bit where he talks about how he went to the grocery store with his girlfriend, and apple juice was a dollar forty nine for a half gallon. 
So he bought eight of them. And he was in line, and all him and his girlfriend were buying were the bottles of apple juice. And he goes, and there was this old white guy behind us that was that looked at me and looked at my girlfriend and started shaking his head. And I immediately started thinking, man, he must be really jealous of all this apple juice we bought. And then I realized that he wasn't shaking his head because we were buying apple juice. He was shaking his head because I'm black and my girlfriend is white. But I was in so much bliss about buying all that apple juice that for a split second I lived in a world where racism didn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Damn all that apple juice. That is a lot of apple juice. And you really Um, don't need all that apple juice, to be honest with you. Hey, you should see how much uh, juice I get. Yeah. Would you guys rather be deaf with no arms or blind with no legs? Deaf? No arms. I don't know. Maybe blind with no legs. Because you can still get around, right? And if you're blind, you can still hear things to move your way around. I'd rather see to do things. But I also like music. I but I guess if I was deaf, I wouldn't know that I like music. Right? No, you you know you you remember here and now. Yeah, I guess it depends on if it's from birth. You know what I mean? But I mean it, it's a trade off for sure. I think I think with no legs, you can the fact that you can still move around, like if you had a wheelchair or something, that kind of like alleviates the the loss a little bit yeah that would suck not being able to jerk off right that's true you can't do You're that probably get you a lot can't, of sympathy pussy if you there's a arms. lot of things you can't do with no arms i don't think so i think I don't, I don't. no you don't think that there's a big uh, sympathy pussy market for yeah. fucking no arm man you know no. yeah i just feel like i feel like blind guys get more pussy than deaf guys right Ooh. full stop and with your arms yes. i yeah. feel like you're it's just easier to do a lot of things with your arms. You ha- you can learn to do things with your feet and you legs. You can get a seeing eye dog and still be in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Well, like at least now I got like an excuse not to do things. Right. You know? Like now I can't do that. I don't have arms. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that- <laughs> Yo, you want to go? Dr- you want to go out for a drink? Uh, no. You're at, no, you're, at the, you're working at the plant. They're like, Cassidy, we need you to get on the bulldozer and take this down. Nope. I can't do a boss. I don't got any arms. I oh, can't bulldoze Kowalski, today. you're arms. on it. And they're just like, in the break room, they're just like, that fucking Barney, man. <laughs> yeah. That no-arm-having motherfucker. He always pulls that fucking no-arm-having card. We get stuck doing all the dirty work. <laughs> you know, he just sits around. He, he just, just kicks a room don't, e- don't even ask him. I know he's going to pull the no-arm He arm just thing. stands around, doesn't even lean on anything, because he doesn't even lean arms. <laughs> like, we don't know if he's crossing like his him arms he or doesn't, not. I don't like him because he doesn't lean enough. <laughs> then that man needs codeine. <laughs> hey, could you pick that? Uh, I'm sorry. Do you think Do you think it'd be easier to hate somebody that was deaf than somebody that was blind? <laughs> what do you think is easier to hate? Deaf people or blind people? Well, bl- Well, the thing is, if you're deaf, deaf, you can read lips, too, though. Well, wait. Do I hate the deaf people or do I hate the blind people? No. Which one is easier to to <laughs> let's be, to, let's to just say that you group against? Yeah. Let's just hate. Deaf let's just say because that you they hate. they freaking yeah. Like blind people, like you feel bad for them, you know. Deaf do people, you? it's just like you don't really know either. Deaf though. people, it's just like fuck. 
I gotta deal with a I deaf mean, motherfucker. The thing is, with deaf deaf people, you don't. How can I communicate? With you don't person? necessarily know until they talk. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then and when they, you hear them, then you know. Then well, you unless know. unless they're on the spectrum, then you think they're maybe they're on the spectrum because they sound kind of yeah downsy. But <laughs> I work with a deaf girl. Wow, that sucks. She's garbage. I hate her. But they can yeah. read. A lot of them can read lips. So it's like you kind of. You know, my dad. Uh, my dad minored in sign language when he went to college, and he was telling me that. You can do that, that too, yeah. Well, he was telling me that uh, in the deaf community, there's a gigantic wedge between people that have the cochlear implants and people that don't have the cochlear implants. What's that? It's where they have the magnet implanted in their head and the hearing aid attached to their ear, and then you attach the magnet to it, and it like activates the hearing receptors in your brain or whatever. Is it cochlear or cochlear? Cochlear. Mm, it's an know. implant you get for, you know. I think it's cochlear. Wow. Amazing. I'll show you a picture of it. You'll know what I'm talking about. And that makes people hear? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if it's this to thing. the deg- degree that. Whoa. You ever seen one of those? Yeah. There's a nurse I work with that has that. Mm, yeah, okay. But, oh, you um, know, I, won- I wonder if it works like those bone conduction headphones. Yeah. I think it's the same way. thing, but it works flawlessly. It's got like a super high success rate, but it's right. just really expensive. Yeah. So there's a big divide between the people that have this procedure and the ones that don't, because mm-hmm. not only is it expensive to get, like it's how also expensive? expensive to maintain. I would say probably like 10 to 20 grand. Most likely. And that doesn't even include, like, my grandpa got hearing aids, and just hearing aids. Or like 3,000 like, yeah, or so. Yeah, like 3 or 4,000. I mean, if you think about it, it's probably worth it. It is definitely worth it. But then you're always going to have the people that can't afford it. You know, yeah, those batteries in those motherfuckers. Yeah, I remember he. <laughs> you got to pull it off and put it in a USB charger like every fucking night and shit. Do you know what I found out? I work with a guy. I work with a guy that runs on a watch battery, and he's on house arrest. And did you know that, that you have to charge your ankle bracelet, and that if you don't charge your ankle bracelet, the police come and make you oh, charge ha- it for house arrest? Really? Yeah, I had no idea. I work with a guy that's on house arrest right now. Huh. You know that really scummy apartment building complex by yes. Gary's right at the end of the bar? Uh, that the blue building? Oh, by I that Krause so. gas station? Mm-hmm. That's where he lives. Huh. It's a fucking halfway house for people on probation and stuff. And he's on house arrest, and he has to charge his fucking ankle monitor. Huh. And it takes like an hour and a half to charge it all the way. So he's just sitting there he's next to a... There. He's only allowed to be out of his apartment. Besides, <coughs> I mean, he's going to be sitting there anyway. Yeah. Besides... Yeah, exactly. Besides work, he's only allowed to be out of his apartment for two hours a week. So the guy smells like death because he doesn't wash his clothes at the laundromat. It's fucked up, man. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel bad House arrest that. is such a weird thing. Like, it's such a weird concept. Yeah, you know? he, uh, he was like... Sober from alcohol for years. And you ever then, see that movie uh, with Disturbia? Yeah, with Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. I like Eagle Eye, dude. Eagle Eye was a dope movie. I never seen that. But yeah, so this guy I work with is—he was sober for years, and then he went to a Fleetwood Mac concert and blacked out on rum and cokes, and then came to at nine in the morning the next day, fighting his fiance and destroying their house because she was trying to get him to go to bed. But yeah, uh, Eagle Eye had Shia LaBeouf, and it was like this—he was like talking to an AI that was like in control of the, the the country while he was trying to do all this stuff. Like the AI went rogue with Shia LaBeouf or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
That's or maybe weird. I'm thinking of the movie Doom with Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Same thing. I think it's going to be that time. Time is it? Quarter after, probably? Quarter after. Alrighty. Definitely. Guess let's wrap. <clears throat> Well, thanks good, for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. That was always fun. Yeah, that was always good, good conversations, time. for real. Good. Yep, I'm sure we'll do it again. No. <laughs> nah, call it. That's it. This is the last call one. It. That's the last episode ever. 31 is it. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Clear Shots is available on any of your favorite podcast platforms. ClearShotsPodcast.com is the best place to find all of our social media links. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ClearShotsPod. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.